and welcome to Trade Center Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. It's Monday, the 11th of October, which means there is only two days left of the trade period to go. Know what you're thinking. Oh, already, we're going to miss all that daily speculation that leads to nothing most of the time, and the countless articles about what Matt Rendell accidentally said on Trade Radio. It's true. He uh, surely doesn't know what he's saying. But no, we won't miss that. But we're going to miss talking to you guys. So hashtag Trade Center Live. Get involved for the last two days. And each day, as you know, if you've been paying attention, we're speaking to two, at least two big fans each day about their beloved clubs, followed by a live at 4 p.m. show to wrap up your daily trade news. Also got some polls and content on the Footy Live app in the Trade Center, written by Luke McGuire, and uh, they're shocking. So go on there and vote on them and then abuse him. They're actually pretty good. We're going to read out some results shortly. Today we spoke to Jay. From Saints TV. So head to the app to catch up on that and Spotify also, and head to the Footy Live app to catch up on every single interview we've done over this period. They're all there. It's 4 p.m. So let's wrap up the, today's news with the two best blokes in the business. It's Luke McGuire and Nick Gulliamino. Nick, I'll start with you. How are you? How's the internet? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, hoping it doesn't cut out today, but we'll see how that goes. But looking forward to it. Two <laughs> days left the hot in the trade period. I am. Hot I am. I've given up on the on the Wi-Fi. It's just, it's you know, it's been a tough time during lockdown. It has. Even Lukey, through the internet. Lukey, how, how was your weekend? Uh, quiet, but, yeah, it was all right. It was good. That's all right. It sounds riveting. Um, <laughs> hey, let's go to these polls that you uh, – that you created. They're actually pretty good this week or today for a change, which is nice. Where is Jared Brander likely to end up? So get on and vote on this because we haven't got the results. Yes, this will be tomorrow. So we've got Hawthorne, Geelong, Carlton or somewhere else. Where do you boys think? Well, I think Carlton might have pulled out. I just put that in because you never know. You never know what happens this time of year. I think he'll end up at Hawthorne. I think he's in the age bracket they're looking for and I think he can bring something that they don't have. Mm. Nicholas? Yep, definitely hoping for the Hawks. Uh, have, yeah, happy. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, but we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I reckon that's the most likely destination for him. But yeah, we never know. Yeah, I'll probably. Yeah, I'll probably agree with you guys. Uh, will Chad Wingard get traded? Is it yes or no? He ain't effing leaving. Well done, Luke. <laughs> what, what do you guys reckon? Because uh, this is an interesting one because. He's pretty adamant he's not leaving if you go on his socials and, and, and see what he's been writing and saying. But the same at the same time, he said he wasn't leaving Port Adelaide and we know what happened there. So what do you guys reckon? What's happening with Chad? Um, yeah, I, I think he'll stay. Of course he did. Honestly, I think he'll stay um, because he, he did have a situation with the Giants when he got drafted. I think he said he didn't want to go there. So maybe if it was any other club, I'd, I'd leave it open. But because it's the Giants, I think he'll stay. Um, and look, uh, I mean, as a Hawthorne supporter, yes, I'm happy for that. But I'm also, you know, happy to receive good draft picks as well and head back to the draft. So I'm not I'm not being biased by saying, you know, I'm happy uh, that he will be staying. Um, but we'll, we'll wait and see because you never know as well. That's also the sorry, Nick. That's the first time the internet's cut out this session. So a lot of people Ugh. are betting on this. They're betting over fifty times. So that's the first one. We'll be keeping count. Luke, what do you reckon about Chad? Yeah, I think he can offer something that the Giants don't have, especially if Bobby Hill ends up leaving. I think they could use someone of Wingard's ilk, sort of that half forward with a bit of um, you know energy. Can kick a goal, can go on the midfield. But I do, yeah, I agree with Nick. I think he'll stay. I think. Um, 
yeah, if those Instagram stories are telling us anything, it's that he's confident he's going to stay, and I think the club's going to hold on to him. Well, as we know, Instagram never lies. So, yeah, he'd probably be pretty confident. I reckon he's going to leave. They'll offer a deal. He'll go. Which proposed deal is most likely to happen? Here's Luke's next poll. Lob to GWS, Dawson to Adelaide, or Clark to Fremantle? So most likely, I'm going to say that, well, the Dawson one's going to get done. Um, and, and so is Clark, to be honest. I mean, Lob's the only one they're kind of waiting. I, if out of those three, if I had to put my money on it, I'd say Dawson to Adelaide's definitely happening. You boys? Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be any of them. I think I think the Dawson one will be last for some reason. I just have a weird feeling that might go to the last day. I think maybe Lob. I think that Ruck merry-go-round, that's, you know, about to kick off any second. I think, um, yeah, it could be it could be Lob being the next one to move. Lucas? Yeah, yeah I think the Dawson deal will get done before any of the others. I, the I man you love. Yeah, the man I love, the best, player, the best player in New South Wales. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm not too sure what's going on with the Jordan Clark one. He, that seems to have quietened down. I think he'll get there, but I think the, the Jordan Dawson one, definitely priority one. Mm. The last poll you had is, should the trade period be shorter? Yes, chop the fat. No, clubs need time to sort things out. Now, if it was shorter, we wouldn't have as much time together, and that'd be pretty disappointing. And uh, we wouldn't have time to read... Matt Rendell's comments from Trade Radio, but I don't know. It, it's probably a lot. A lot more things would get done if it was shorter. Because if if you're allowed, like whatever time you're allowed, you know, it seems you're going to stretch it out. That most deals get done on the last day. A lot of it's just fill up. But this has been entertaining stuff at four pm. I've enjoyed it every day. What do you guys reckon? Make it shorter next year. I think. I think if you make it a bit shorter, you might even see some teams panic. And there might be a few deals that go through that you might not normally see. Mm. That might create it. I'm not, probably wouldn't, but you know, I can be optimistic because I'm not normally optimistic. You're not. You're a pessimistic man. Um, Nicholas? Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree with Luke. I think uh, it would be a lot more today. interesting if we. No, I, I just think, you know, we can cut out a lot of the crap if we just made it shorter. I reckon this could get done in five days easily um, and it would make it more interesting as well. Easily. Things would just happen faster. Mate, do it three days. Do it two days. One day negotiations, yeah. next deal, just do it. Exactly. Yeah, easily. Okay, the deal that got done today, there was just one today, wasn't there, boys? Uh, Lipinski has gone uh, to Collingwood from the Western Bulldogs, pick 43. Now, there was a bit of haggling from both parties over the week and um, Magpies were hoping to uh, part with later picks. They've given Lipinski a three-year con- – no, Bulldogs gave him a three-year extension um, and then he requested to the Pies and it got done. The 23-year-old, he's played 11 games this year, played really well in the VFL, but he wasn't getting enough opportunities for the Bulldogs. So he wanted to go elsewhere and get some opportunities and not bad. Pick 43, what do you reckon? Yeah, um, he, he deserves more opportunity. He's a really great player. He's dominated VFL this year. Um, he's at that age now where he needs to be playing. Twenty three years old, um, and you know it, it's a big it's a big win for Collingwood because he's Lipinski's better than pick forty three. So they've definitely yes. won out on that. And yeah, I think he'll be a good player. It's a really good get for the Pies. Luke. Yeah, definitely a steal for pick 43. Now, the dogs, are they were upset that he wanted to leave, but if you're not using someone as talented as Lipinski, you can't really expect him to stick around. Oh, exactly. That play, he didn't play a final, and then he was a few times he was a medical sub, didn't get used either. Like, what do you want from the bloke? The only time he featured for him was as a medical sub after the bye twice, and 
Mm. Played one of those games. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, you can't expect him to stick around if you're not playing him, and he's good. That's- so give him a go. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he's not going to play the same as he did in the VFL, but when he played, he was averaging 35 possessions. Not bad. 13 contested as well. He can win that ball himself and, um, you know, seven clearances on average as well. He's, he's a good player. 23 years old. There's plenty of potential there. So, of course, they're going to be disappointed to let go of him. But like you said, Luke, you don't give him opportunities. You can't blame him. And, you know, careers aren't that long. So, they've got to make the most of their opportunities. Good on him. I'm happy for him. I'm also happy... Uh, I'm kind of happy for Coleman Jones. I'm happy that's Terrence landed from North Melbourne. The man you said wasn't that good. So apparently I'm getting overexcited, but he's going to win a flag now, isn't he, Luke? Uh, Coleman Jones definitely will win a flag. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, I think both teams sort of got they wanted. Uh, I mean, North had to give up a second round, but we're going to probably give that up anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think both sides get, got what they want out of that and should be good to see how it pans out. Yeah, so Nick, it was North Melbourne handed over a future second round pick, pick 40 this mm. year, and Robbie Tarrant in exchange for Coleman Jones, pick 42, 47, and a future fourth round pick. So was was a good was that a good bit of business? Both teams went out, or who who, who won that one, Nick? You reckon? Yeah, just echoing what Luke said. Sums it up quite well. They get both teams get what they want, but North especially, I mean, they get a player who, you know, if he succeeds, will be there for another 10 years while giving up Tarrant who will probably, I don't know, how many years does he have left? You guys will be able to judge better than oh, me, but maybe we'll like get, one we'll get or another, two. We'll get another eight out of him. Uh, he accepted a, a two-year uh, offer and he was given yeah. something similar. I think North offered him something similar and he said, no, nah, I'll go win a flag instead. And that's what he's going to do. 32-year-old. He's okay. all right. He's a great one-on-one player as well. And we saw that highlight package of him on Luke. My God, I was frothing. I got out the popcorn. I tagged Luke and I said, watch this guy. You said he's no good. Watch when he gets into the Richmond back line. Very organized, one-on-one. He'll take care of uh, his opponent while Grimes will come in and intercept and Vloston. It'll just be fantastic. I can't wait as a Richmond supporter. Great move from the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Hill. Say it again, Tommy Lewis. I say the ball's going to be down there a lot anyway, so that's <laughs> That's all right. We play our best footy when it's coming down from there. That's fine. Uh, Bobby Hill wants to go to Essendon. Now, about a month ago, he said he was going to commit to the, the Giants. He was happy where he was, but now he's nominated the Bombers and he wants to come to Melbourne. Was it a bit – were you surprised to hear this at all? Anyone? Yeah. I, I was. Um, I'm not a fan of contracted players coming out saying they want to leave. Um, and look, it's it's fine to pick the state you want to go to for family reasons or whatever, but picking the club, I just I, I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. Mm. Uh, if you're contracted, it should be up to the club to uh, decide uh, where you're going to go, whatever works best for the club, whatever deal comes in um, that works best for the Giants. Uh, they should be um, having that say and if you know, if if family is the most important thing that Bobby Hill is worried about, and you know Victoria is the only thing on his mind, he shouldn't be worrying uh, which club he ends up at. But yeah, he's a great player, and you know if he does get to the Bombers, you know they're going to get really player. good. Great You hand out great pretty easy, don't you, Nick? You said a Did few I say great, great good. Players. Is it no? He, he is. He's, how, he's got how, how good? How great? Out of ten. I mean, in terms of small forwards, I think he's a very skillful player. He, he creates goals from nothing. Um, he, he's that type of forward. I'm after he's a creative. number, Nick. You sound like a politician. What? You're avoiding it. Dude, what's the, what's, give me the number out of 10. Oh, oh look, I don't know. I can't, I can't, at the top of my head, I'd maybe say 
Six or seven? Six, six or seven, or seven out, of out of ten. Well, he's, he's only twenty-one. He's only twenty-one years old. Yeah, no, a lot of potential. Uh, that's okay. You're, yeah, so, you're entitled to your opinion, Nick. It might be rubbish. Yeah, that's but fair enough. No, that's fine. <laughs> Luke, do you agree with Nick on this one? I do actually. Yeah, I was. Thinking oh, of course, you do. So, uh, well, I think it's hard to. He's young, so he's definitely got plenty of potential. Um, yeah. It's hard to be consistent as well as a small forward. We sort of see that in the goal mm-hmm. list at the end of the year. It's always the key forwards that dominate the. And if you've got a good season, uh, it's a good season as a young forward. You've kicked forty goals, and that doesn't happen too often. Papley's done it a couple of times, I think. Um, but I do think he fits Essendon. McDonald, Tip, and Woody sort of getting on a bit, and so is Devin Smith. So I think they can get. Hill and uh, Windy Hill, um, great fit. Oh, Windy Hill, I like that pun. Hey, Luke, is more well, and Nick too. If he's a six or seven out of ten, is he worth more than a future third round pick? Because the, if he is, for example, there might be other clubs involved for Essendon to get a deal. Because just if they're negotiating between them two, I think they want to give up like a future third round pick or whatever it is to try and get him across. I don't know. I'm just. You know, there might be – I think he gets destined no matter what, but I think other things might be involved. So do you reckon he's worth more than that or – I think I'm sort of caught yeah. between a future third and a future second. Mm. Uh, sort of in between there, I think. Just because of his age, I sort of lean to a future second. He's young, quick, and he's yeah. shown, you know, that goal he kicked against Geelong was phenomenal in that semifinal. So that, uh, I think I'm leaning towards a future second. Okay. Yeah. We'll watch his space. Stengel, Tyson Stengel. He's uh, probably going to sign with Geelong now. Eddie Betts is happy. He's going to be reignited with him. They've got a strong connection. And uh, I don't know. I want to see this one, Nico. Where do you rate this guy out of 10, Tyson Stengel? <laughs> do I have to give him a number? <laughs> like, Look, in terms of ability, I'd rate him pretty highly because he does have it. Um, yeah. I said it a couple of days ago, I think, when we're on this show, that it, it's only his um, behaviour that lets him down, really. Um, it's the only thing that's really troubled him at his mm. two stints at uh, the Tigers and the Crows, and that's the only thing he really needs to sort out. If he gets that sorted, he's going to have Eddie Betts as a mentor at Geelong that's as well. Right. Yeah. He could be, uh, yeah, he's got the potential to be anything. So, I, I mean, I can't really put a number on it. If we're talking ability, yeah, seven or eight. If we're talking Ooh, player eight. as a whole, if yeah, we're talking no. as a player as a whole, yeah. That's right. Well, hey, I like I like Stengel. He's exciting. And, you know, people probably put him on the same um, position as, as Bolton back in the day, Shea Bolton, until Bolton got fit and changed and played in the midfield. So they've both got that exciting, you know, potential about that. When they start, obviously Bolton's skyrocketed now. But the thing, the, the bad thing about this was that he had those off-field incidents all in, you know, like eight months. It was all in one, like, little section. So it looked worse. And now that he's – I think if he gets back, and he lived with uh, Eddie Betts' family when he was in Adelaide as well. So there's a strong connection there. I think I'm really excited about this, and I'm glad that he's going there. I think it's going to be a two-year deal. It was reported, I think, um, to Geelong. So it should be good. Luke, how many goals does he kick next year? Put a number on it. Well, if if he gets there. Uh, He'll get uh, there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he will. Uh, 25, I think he'll put through. 25 goals. Oh, remember that. I like that one. Michael Gibbons was very, he said he was bitterly disappointed in the end um, being delisted by Carlton. And he was disappointed also because he was kind of recruited as a midfielder because of the way he performed at, um, in the VFL at Williamstown, I think it was. And um, he didn't really get any minutes for Carlton in the midfield, which he said. And, uh, you know, he, he was disappointed about the way it ended. He said there's no hard feelings, but obviously he's pretty distraught about what happened. I said I was pretty surprised to see this happen. Do you reckon he could get another go somewhere else? 
I'd like to think so. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I couldn't believe he got delisted anyway. Um, mm. and imagine being de- uh, not playing midfield after being told by the club you're at that you're a good midfielder. That's right. Mm. I think if so, yeah, I think he will definitely find another home. He should. I hope he does. Nico, you obviously agree with Luke. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's, yeah, I think everyone was sort of shocked to see him let go by the Blues. Um, but he also, yeah, Gibbons has a point, you know, he was obviously drafted as a midfielder. That's where he played his best footy in the VFL and he was turned into a small forward at Carlton. And he wasn't a bad small forward either. I thought he was quite, you know, he's quite handy to have. Um, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't say he was one of their worst players. Um, mm. But yeah. He'll certainly get, I think he deserves to get a second opportunity at another club. And uh, well, he was going to go, Port haven't done much to get him. I showed interest, didn't they? And I don't know, will he depart? It's looking like he's going to stay in the end now, Jager. Omira, what do you reckon, Nico? And you weren't too happy today about Jake's comments on Saint TV, Saints TV about uh, you know, Jager Omira. There was some curse words which you can't, we can't repeat. At the moment, no, no. Used and, yeah, don't you, don't listen to him, Jake. What did but, you yeah. think of those comments? <laughs> yeah, Jake did say that um, Jake was past his prime, and uh, yeah, I just uh, to put it nicely, I don't agree with that. Um, <laughs> it was one of his best years in Hawthorne Colours, and he's only twenty-seven, um, and he could, if he does stick around, he could very much well be captain by January if Hawthorne do go down that route of picking a new captain. He's yeah, got the leadership. You reckon qualities. another captain? Another captain? What's the- Oh, I could. Yeah, just it could flipping around captaincy happen. like it's not, it's not even important yeah. at Hawthorne, is it? Well, new coach uh, could definitely mean new captain as well. Mm. Uh, well do you reckon there's a bit of tension group? there between McAvoy and Sam Mitchell because McAvoy wanted Clarko? Is, is no, that what you're saying? No, I don't think there's tension. I just think, um, yeah, I just think Mitchell, you know, he's changing around everything. He changed around the, the coaching staff, obviously. He's changing around the whole playing group. How much and- is too much change, Nico? No, I think, you know, if you're, if you're going to rebuild, you need to do it properly and you need to rip the whole Band-Aid off and just, um, yeah, change everything, start fresh, build together. And, yeah, that could mean captain also. And I th- they've left that door open as well. They've spoken about it mm. um, over the last couple of months that, you know, it'll probably happen. They'll discuss their leadership group in January or February like they do every year. Um, so, yeah, Jager is definitely a candidate if he st- sticks around, and I hope he does. Um, like Hawthorne, this this isn't a flash sale for the Hawks. They're, um, they, they've got salary cap room. They're not desperate to get rid of any of these players. Ooh, it's only, it's only Mitchell's getting on the phone. It's been ringing look, clubs. If, 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 the deal comes th- if the deal comes through, that's, too, you know, too hard to refuse, um, then they will – you know, they'll look into it. And I think that's what's been communicated quite well. If nothing comes through, then they're happy to keep these guys. They're obviously good players. Hey, Lucas, is he past his prime? No. 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 <laughs> uh, if he went to Port Adelaide, you know, you could, you've seen what Travis Boke has done getting on in age. I think O'Meara's definitely got that sort of potential in him just to keep playing and to develop into an even better midfielder. And um, mm. I, think, I think he'll stay at Hawthorne. So what do you rate him out of 10? Is he, is he a Stengel or 7? Jeez, <laughs> oh, it's funny because I think he's better than Stengel, but I call him 8. So. <laughs> you got him at 8 and Nico's got Stengel at 7 or 8. So what do you give him oh, Nico? You give him a 12? No, different, <laughs> no, different <laughs> positions mean different ratings. No, As a small forward, yeah, Stengel yes. can be around, you know, the 6 or 7 mark, but it, ability-wise, of course. Yeah. Um, but, 
Yeah, Omir, um, obviously, I wouldn't have him in the elite category yet. He's a very good midfielder, um, consistent. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have him around the seven, seven out of 10 mark as well. Mm. We had some other news today come through that Laddams has officially requested a trade to Sydney and uh, he wants to play for the Swans, obviously, but he was linked with uh, Hawthorne, I think, previously. But I think maybe Dawson has to happen first before this goes through. I'm not sure. I think he'll end up at Sydney either way, Lucas, but maybe the Dawson one goes first. I'm not sure. He'll end up there, won't he? Yeah, I think he will, but Port have said they're not, they're not going to accept the pick 31, which Sydney have, have offered. Yeah, they wanted a first-round pick. Don't it, that's why they're kind of waiting out, I think, for the Dawson one to happen. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, definitely with our um, – they'll have their eyes set on the Dawson one anyway. But, yeah, there's Hickey, Sinclair and Naismith there as well. So it's odd that he's sort of wanting to go there because I'm not sure if he'll be the first place Ruckman, which is what he's yeah. he's been asking for. But, yes, whether he's worth pick 31, I'm not too sure. Pick 31, that's not much, Nico. What do you reckon? We'll be back after a quick break. No, I think I think that's probably about right for Laddams. I wouldn't be giving up a first rounder for him at all. You don't um, like Ruckman at all, do you? <laughs> Mate, we need a Ruckman. We need a Ruckman, so I, I love him. But But you, um, yeah, Hawthorne didn't really they were linked, but well, I guess he's nominated now Sydney, so it's uh, no Mate, it's just it's a typical poor thing. They're being unreasonable, uh, demanding a first round pick. Um, they like they like to squeeze everything out of clubs. They did it with the whole Wingard situation. We sold the farm for him. Um, yeah, I'm happy we're not you know doing the same with Laddams. And yeah, I think I actually think Laddams might stay at Port if, yeah. if if Port is serious about you know demanding a first round pick for him. Uh, I don't think they'll get it. If they are serious, it might be a deadline one here because, I mean, a first-round pick for Laddams, it's, you're asking a lot. And, yeah, Luke's shaking his head violently. He just gave me the finger. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> probably not going to happen. Jordan Clark, Jordan Clark, he'll go he'll go to free. But what do they give, right? Because there's either 19 by itself or 22 and an extra pick later on. How does this deal get done? Nicholas, what's going to happen for Jordan Clark? I'm not. I'm not really sure, to be honest. I, I think it, it will get done. Yeah. It will get over the line. Um, I'm not really sure why it's taken so long. I thought this would have been one of the quicker ones. Um, but is he pick 19? Is that what what Jordan Clark's worth? Um, it's it's a little bit over. It's a little bit over, but um, over. Yeah, well, yeah, really? I'd say so. They wanted more before, didn't they, Luke? They wanted to ask for a bit. Now yeah. they settled with 19. I think 19 is probably as high as I'll go because um, he just hasn't played that many games. If he'd played a few more games and showed showed a bit more, I think he yeah. showed plenty when he was playing. But just a few more games, I think he would have been worth pick 19, but I think it's probably too high. 
That's right, because you've got to sell potential as well because you haven't played him enough and then they, they ask for too much. I mean, that's always a problem, isn't it? It'll get done either way. Um, I think it could be the 20. I reckon it's the 22. Pick 22 plus something later on as well. I reckon that'll be the the deal in the end. Uh, Cherry, your man. Now, North, no one rated him yesterday, but apparently today Brady Rawlings says he's one of the best players he's ever seen. He, uh, <laughs> they want to keep him now. They might just be playing this. What do you reckon, Luke, just to try and get a better deal out of St. Kilda because he might end up there. Yeah, I definitely think they're trying to get a better deal. Just with Coleman Jones coming in, and then we've got Jacob Edwards. Um, it's just a bit odd that we're – I mean, he's a good player. He's good below his knees. He can take a mark. He's, you know, good at ground level. But I think we're definitely trying to get as much from the Saints as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played 12 games to, since 2017. So, yeah, playing hardball, I think. That's right. I think he said these were his words. We've got no real interest in losing Tristan at all, but he has requested a trade. He would have to take something very attractive for us to even consider it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what's very attractive for Tristan Cherry? Well, apparently from Brady Rollins, what's St Kilda's first round pick? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's not going to happen. But he'll he'll end up at the Saints, I reckon. Surely. Rory Lobb, GWS this morning. Um, I think Fremantle are happy to wait for an official request because it hasn't come yet. I think Rory Lobb and Fremantle have to work. Sorry, Rory Lobb and GWS have to work something out first before that official trade comes through. So they've got to sort out their stuff. Were you you surprised when you heard Rory Lobb back to GWS? Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I was, um, yeah, I was quite surprised. Um, uh, he's an interesting one, Rory Lobb. Uh, obviously, he's not your traditional ruck man. He doesn't dominate ruck battles. He doesn't play full-time ruck. He's more of a forward. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't really see why GWS will, will be going back into that market for him. I think they need that full-time ruckman. Um, Luke might disagree with me on this one. But, I doubt it. Yeah, I, I was quite surprised. He backed up with that. everything today. <laughs> Yeah, so Luke, how much do you agree with Nick there? Oh, a little bit. I think he's <laughs> definitely someone the Giants can use. I don't think – well, they've got Flynn, Briggs. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm missing anyone, but I think he can definitely give them something that they don't have. Uh, he just hasn't really reached his potential a lot. He's been injured a lot. Um, I don't think he's played that great at Fremantle, but I think the G- the Giants can get the best out of him if they, if they do indeed get him. Yeah, I always think it's odd when – when players want to go back to where they came from, just it's we. I mean, he obviously likes the club a lot. <laughs> he wants to wants to head back there, but doesn't say much about his time at Frio. I'm not sure. It's a weird one for me. Jordan Dawson. This might go down to the wire. You thought it was going to get done day one, Luke. You said you loved him and they'd give up everything for him. At the moment, right? It may be Melbourne's future first rounder that's going to be offered through Adelaide because they might require that now. They might have to just bite the bullet and take it. And I think that's going to be – so depending where Melbourne finish next year, but that's probably a pick 15 to 18. Now, is that is that good for Jordan Dawson? You know, Luke records is worth around a bloody pick one. But what do you, what do you reckon, Nick? Pick 15 for, for Jordan Dawson around there? Future, like obviously the future first-round pick from Melbourne? Yeah, that, that seems – a bit more accurate. The late first rounder sounds about right for Jordan Dawson. He's a good player and they will get it done, Adelaide. I think um, as as the clock ticks and we get closer to the deadline, uh, the pressure will grow and I think they're just waiting to see if they can get uh, get away with it with something a little less. But I think in the end, it'll probably come down to, yeah, like you said, the Crows biting the bullet, 
handing over that late first rounder next season and Jordan Dawson will be in uh, Adelaide Colours next season. So when are you buying the jumper, Luke? I already got it. Oh, good. Yeah, number, whatever number he's going to be, heat press onto the back of a yeah. jersey. But yeah. I love it. Yeah, so they get, pick 15, though. It's a bit late for you. That's way too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so at worst, pick 18, I think I think they'll just have to take it. They're not, obviously, I don't think Adelaide are going to cough up that that um early pick. Nah. Unless it, he might get – I don't think he'll get walked through the preseason draft, but if he does, I hope North pick him up. I think they're going to bite the bullet. It's going to get done. So it'll be the it'll be Melbourne's. Um, but oh, did you say North? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you just talk so much trash. It just goes over my head. Um, yeah, I think so. Pick fifth. That's 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 fair enough, and that'll that'll probably get done. Hopefully, a few get done tomorrow. But I'm expecting Wednesday is going to be a big day. So how many? How many of these are going to get that? We've talked about Pal Pepper. We've talked about other ones that might go through. This might be. You know, if are we going to be left hanging? Do you reckon it's going to be a big Wednesday? Like we're going to get all these deals done? We're going to be disappointed, Luke. I think everything that we've touched on will most likely get done. I don't. I can't see anything else happening though. There's not too much on the agenda mm. outside what we've spoken about today. So we're not going to get that sort of trelaw to Collingwood. I think we'll just get the, you know, the Laddams. Uh, I don't really think. Anyone from Hawthorne's really going to leave unless it's maybe John Segler. I can't see Mitchell or O'Meara sort of leaving at this stage. But, yeah, ho- hopefully it's a busy day on Wednesday. I was going to say to Nick, did the Hawthorne players get done? Is this going to get done, Hawthorne? Uh, John Segler will get done. He'll he'll get find his way to Geelong. Um, I think it's just a bit of a standoff at, at the moment with all these Ruckman moving around and everyone's just trying to wait for everyone else to make the first move. But that'll mm. get done. In terms of the big names, Um it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think I think maybe O'Meara is the name being thrown around. That could be a, the likeliest of the lot now uh, to go to Port. Uh, again, uh, it's probably still very unlikely unless Port cough up, you know, a top 10 pick. I think that's what Hawthorne are waiting for, uh, are the big picks, uh, the, big, the early first-round picks. Um, again, I, I don't think it'll happen. So, um Another one could be Gunston, um, Gunston and pick five I to thought, try and. Yeah, I thought Gunston was going to be the most likely out of them. Yeah, yeah. He, he could be. He could be. GWS, I think, are still interested and Hawthorne might move up and might want to look to move up in the order to get mm. pick two from the Giants for pick five and Gunston. So, yeah, I guess it, it's we just need to wait and see. And, yeah, I think it's just going to go down to the wire on Wednesday. A lot of these trades will. Yeah, hey Nick, can I ask you if if say Tom Mitchell goes to another club, say he goes to Richmond, would you boo him live in the stadium when he's playing and gets the ball? Never, never, never boo ever, him. Ever. You no. boo a lot. You boo a lot of players, and you would you wouldn't boo him. No, I don't. I don't boo. I don't boo players. Only umpires. No, I'm joking. I'm no, joking. that's not a joke either. <laughs> but do you, did you boo? Have you ever booed Buddy Franklin? Buddy was different. Buddy was oh. being pushed out by the club. And no, I wouldn't really say I booed Franklin. Maybe a bit on the first occasion he returned to the MCG just to get a, you know, be a part of it all. Mm. It's, a, it's a part of the theatre, you know. But, do you boo players, um, Luke? Uh, do I boo players? Yeah. No, only umpires. Only umpires. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't boo any. I'm just a good person. You guys are trash. Oh, That's terrible I, from I you. find that hard to believe, actually. Mate, I, I don't like bullying. A bit of white line fever. You say that now, but once but you, you don't pass the, gates, the white line. 
No, I don't. The gates of the MCG are the white line in this I'll scenario. I'll yell, I'll scream, but I don't boo. I don't <laughs> it's just not me. Hashtag Trade Center Live. Let us know if you boo. Uh, I'll be booing these guys as soon as we're off. Uh, this was a good chat. I enjoyed it. For a, for a day that only one deal got done, I thought we talked about a lot, covered a lot of ground. Weekend was covered. It's good. Just to uh, confirm again, Lipinski is now a Collingwood player. So good work for the Pies. I think they've done really well at the moment. Let's see if it uh, translates to them moving up the ladder next year. We're going to be back tomorrow. It's going to be a huge day again. Stay tuned. Look on the app. Go to Instagram. Check out the times of the shows. And then obviously at 4 o'clock every day we've been doing this is the news wrap. These boys will be joining me. And hopefully you will too. Really appreciate your company. See you guys.